Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice Empire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful, and I am here to defend Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know... We've been recording some um, Patreon content, and we just uh, we just started started on you know we always look up different theories. We always look up you know let's what, what do we want to talk about? What do we want to talk about? Mm-hmm. As we go into these deeper dives into these theories, you know we read a lot of and we reference this on on the main show as well. We read a lot of um, fan theory, speculation, uh, stuff like that. You know we went kind of down a rabbit hole a little bit on a weird kind of theory we'd never discussed before last week when we were talking about Shay. And how'd she get in Tywin's room? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, again, here we are. Uh, it's, you know, middle of the night and we're, uh, we're <laughs> you know, looking up Game of Thrones, uh, Song of Ice and Fire theories. And, you know, we started reading about the pink letter a little bit here. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to reference uh, somebody who we've used before who, again, we cannot give enough credit to. Uh, it is called Can't Use. Uh, it's can't use.wordpress.com. This guy does like manifesto level theories, breaking down um, stuff. And so we've been reading a little bit here about the pink letter, mm-hmm. right? So that is the letter at about the end of it's John's uh, chapter, Dance of Dragons. Um, Ramsey Bolton, or you know, Ramsey Snow sends John this letter that basically says, Come and get it. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah. John decides to rally everyone and say, we're going to march on Winterfell and take it back. And it's basically what gets him stabbed because they say, this is not, can't do this. Yeah, this yeah. Is against, this is against the code. And, you know, Sir is just a little fired up here. I'm, I'm honestly just calling straight bullshit, okay, on that. It's it's ridiculous. Dude, I have, it's been a long time since I've read this and since, you know, I've gone to, I mean, really read through A Dance, a Dance with Dragons, you know, so. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to go back, and as you said, we started reading some of his his findings, or was just his thoughts on on the pink letter, and one of the conclusions he was coming to was sort of like uh, it, it was it was the 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 reaction of the wildlings when the letter was read, and the way that they reacted, and it was sort of like what he found suspicious is is um, John's motivations. For answering the, basically the challenge in this letter, okay. So a couple things I, I want to go over first, and 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 I mean, is there anything you wanted to read from his? Because I have some stuff here just in the book. I no, just no, go, go no, okay. go right ahead. Because you got the book, you get the book out, and then we'll we'll you know we'll elaborate a little bit more here. Okay, cool. Okay. So it, John's chapter kind of starts that they're they're discussing hard home, and they're, they're discussing the idea that um, aid is needed up there. Uh, the, he he had sent ships previously, and it, it seems that they've encountered a storm, and maybe not all of them got there. They maybe need more aid. And he's talking to Queen uh, Solis and trying to get her support. She's almost like kind of mocking him a little bit, and it is what it is. He's going through his his duties, his day in day out stuff. Um, his direwolf, by the way, before the letter has ever even got to John, is is uh, he ghost is is restless pacing around he knows something's up i mean he ghost is in tune with just uh, i don't know keep those direwolves close right that's super important absolutely yes yeah. abs- yes absolutely that's what and, we learn about just about every moment of the series yeah exactly they, they've got to be near you <laughs> um so he at one point he's walking around um 
at uh, at Castle Black, and, and Melisandre wants to speak with him. And she's kind of giving him some warnings, and she's telling him, you know, to watch the skies, and, and they talk about this letter coming in, um, and, and just the, I don't know, uh, the, the, the negative... Uh, it's just it's ominous it's bad it seems bad it's like like on the envelope it just says um bastard it's just tooth bastard that's mm-hmm. all it says yep. and so <laughs> john is is doing his thing here he's talking to some of the wildlings and they're they're really trying to organize hardhome he's got his mind set there right now um let's see Clytus brings this in he brings a letter in and i'm going to read basically the letter to you guys so we can kind of I'll be on the same page here. And again, this is, oh, this is epic. I just, I, it's been a while since I've seen this, um, since I read it. So, bastard was the only word written outside the scroll. No Lord Snow or John Snow or Lord Commander. Simply bastard. And the letter was sealed with a smear of hard pink wax. Uh, you were right to come to me at once, John said. You were right to be afraid, he thought. Uh, he cracked the seal, flattened the parchment, and read. And here we go. Your false king is dead, bastard. He and all his host were smashed in seven days of battle. I have his magic sword. Tell his red whore. Your false king's friends are dead. Their heads upon the wall of Winterfell. Come see them, bastard. Your false king lied. And so did you. You told the world you burned the king beyond the wall. Instead, you send him to Winterfell to steal my bride from me. I will have my bride back. If you want Mance Raider back, come and get him. I have him in a cage for all the North to see. Proof of your lies. The cage is cold. But I have him. But I have made him a warm cloak from the skins of the six whores who came with him to Winterfell. I want my bride back. I want the false king's queen. I want his daughter and his red witch. I want his wildling princess. I want his little prince, the wildling babe. And I want my reek. Send them to me, bastard, and I will not trouble you or your black crows. Keep them from me, and I will cut your bastard's heart out and eat it. It was signed, Ramsay Bolton, Trueborn, Lord of Winterfell. So let me emphasize a couple things. With this <laughs> go letter. ahead. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So it, it isn't. So people have looked at like who is the the author of this letter? It's debated. It's whatever. I sometimes even throw out freaking Melisandre when you talk because she wanted John to be engaged. She wanted him to go south, and and you know Stannis wanted that and everything. So it, it's it's just crazy when you think of like maybe who who actually wrote it. And some people are like it was probably just Ramsay. Okay, fine, fine. Um. It's so they they point out you know knowing that Mance was actually you know that that it was it was truly Rattleshirt who had been burned and Mance was spared and and sent down uh, to to possibly rescue his his sister because um, we thought that was you know Arya Stark who was being married to Ramsay Bolton turns out it was Jane Jane Poole right and you've got yep. Reek there and and Reek the, the whole you know uh, rescue is taking place a lot, lot lot of cool stuff there. So he says, I want my bride back. You know, I want the false king's queen. I want his daughter and his red witch. I want his wildling princess. So that's talking about, like, you've got Val up there. Um, I want his little prince, the, the the wildling babe. And I want my reek. Send them to me, bastard. 
and I will not trouble you or your black crows. Keep them from me, and I will cut out your bastard's heart and eat it. So he just threatened. He just threatened the Lord Commander. Yes, he did. Did he not? Yes, he he did. He said, either do these things, or I'm coming for you, and I'm going to take you out. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. First of all, you know, John's sitting here like, wait a second. I mean, what's he supposed to do? Is he like he's not supposed to take part in these things, essentially. Right. I mean, he's not supposed to he's not going to turn over a queen or king. See, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know that they're not allowed to take part. Yeah, it's it's because if somebody it, threatens the very nature of the Night's Watch, mm-hmm. then yep. you have to defend yourselves. See, that's the thing. It's not like they just came up there and they said and they said to Jon Snow, step aside. I'm going to take this person, this person, and this person who don't belong to the Night's Watch and it's another Night's Watch business, he's saying, turn them over to me or you're a dead man. Right? Yeah, absolutely. He's saying, turn yes, these people over or, or you're, you're dead. And so therefore, I think he's he's threatened. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other interesting lines in this and, and when you look at who the author is, but we're not even looking at that. We're looking at John's motivations and why he does what he does here. So, okay, um, Tormund obviously notices right away, you know, you look like your father's bloody, you know, head just rolled out of that paper. Um, so he's, he, he can see that it's really affected him. Uh, dark wings, dark words, the, the whole, the whole bit. It was sent by Ramsey Snow. I'll read you what it wrote. So he, he has to read it to, uh, Tormund there. Uh, let's see. Yeah. And so Tormund's a little bit confused because he doesn't understand. He's like, how, how could they have Mance Raider? When, when he was burned, you know, mm-hmm. and so yeah, he, you, he doesn't, yeah, yeah. So 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 then you get into like who knew about that and who did not, and that's that's interesting in and of itself. Um, let's see, that was Rattleshirt. John almost said uh, that was sorcery at Glamour. She called it Melisandre. I mean, he, this, these are things he's thinking. He's it's a, it's italicized. Mm-hmm. Look to the skies, she said. Um, let's see, he set the letter down. Uh, a raven in a storm. She saw this coming. And then he's thinking to himself, when you have your answers, send to me. So this is basically, you know, she's kind of, one reason people point to Melisandre is sort of like, she, wait a second, she knew there was going to be something, you know, she said, watch the skies, look to the skies, a raven in a storm. She saw this coming is what John said. So it's sort of like, well, maybe she orchestrated it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's when you get into the authenticity of the letter, it's right. yeah, one exactly, of those, yeah. yeah, one of those things that was, that, that can be brought up. Okay. Um, so they go back and forth. They talk about Mance Raider and all the all this all this stuff and and what's going on there. Um, no, there is truth in there, and so he's just reassuring that yes, this is this is true. Um, he says he says I won't say you're wrong. What do you mean to do, Crow? So this is Tormund asking John, what do you mean to do? And a lot of what I'm going to read here is italicized, and these are thoughts that John. This is what John is thinking. It's his point of view, things he's thinking uh, after just after reading this letter. John flexed the fingers of his sword hand. The Night's Watch takes no part. He closed his fist and opened it again. What you propose is nothing less than treason. He thought of Rob, with snowflakes melting in his hair. Kill the boy and let the man be born. He thought of Bran, clambering up a tower, um, agile as a monkey. Of Rickon's breathless laughter. Of Sansa brushing out Lady's coat and singing to herself. You know nothing, Jon Snow. He thought of Arya, her hair as tangled as a bird's nest. Um, 
I made him a warm cloak from the skins of the six whores who came with him to Winterfell. I want my bride back. I want my bride back. I want my bride back. I think we had best change the plan, John said. So that's what he said. And then, you know, after two hours of talk, you know, he's talking to Tormund, and, and they're, they're discussing things. They decide to go kind of get everybody together. They, they um, let's see. So they go to the, the, the Shield Hall, uh, was one of the older parts of the of Castle Black. It's this long, drafty feast hall of dark stone. Um, it's a place where they're going to kind of get everybody there to, to, to gather. Um, okay, let me skip on ahead here. So, all right, here we go. Um, at the top of the hall, a sagging platform stood. John mounted it, and so now they've got everybody in there. People are gathering in, and the Lord yeah. Commander's about to make his make his speech here. Yeah. Every- right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then Tormund put up his war horn to his lips and blew a blast. The sound filled the hall, echoing off the rafters overhead. Silence fell. Here we go with John. I summoned you to make plans for the relief of Hardholm. John Snow began. Thousands of the free folk are gathered there, trapped and starving. Um, and we have had reports of dead things in the wood. To his left, he saw Marsh and Yarwick, uh, Othel, and it was summoned uh, or was, was surrounded by his builders. Bowen, uh, he's going through all the list, a whole bunch of these guys here who are all kind of there. So you got a mixed match of uh, the Night's Watch. You've got some of Queen Selyse's, like a couple of her knights are standing there. Um, you've also got some of the wildlings there as well. So really mixed batch of people. You really got three factions here, don't you? You've got the Night's Watch, the wildlings, mm-hmm. and some of Stannis's men, the Queen's Guard. Yeah. So, okay, and he says to these men, um, "Let's see, the ships I sent to take to take off uh, Mother Mole and her people have been racked by storms. We must send what help we can by land, or let them die." I had hoped to lead the ranging myself and bring back as many of the free folk as we as could survive the journey. Um, a flash of red in the back of the hall caught John's eye. Lady Melisandre had just arrived. But now I find I cannot go to Hartholm. The ranging will be led by Tormund Giantsbane, known to you all. I have promised him um, as many men as he requires. And then we've got uh, Borko kind of uh, yelling out here, and where will you be, Crow? Hiding here in Castle Black with your white dog? No, I ride south. John, John then read the letter Ramsay Snow had written. After reading it, the shield hall went mad. Every man began to shout at once. They leapt to their feet, shaking fist. So much for the calming power of comfortable benches. Swords were brandished, axes smashed against shields. Jon Snow looked to Tormund. The giant's bane sounded his horn once more and twice as long and twice as loud as the first time. All right, here we go. This is where it's at. So after he gets that silence, Jon then says, The Night's Watch takes no part in the wars of the Seven Kingdoms. Jon reminded them uh, when some semblance of quiet had returned. It is not for us to oppose the bastard of Bolton. To avenge Stannis Baratheon. To defend his widow and his daughter. This creature who makes cloaks from the skins of women has sworn to cut my heart out. And I mean to make him answer for those words. Jesus. Let's go. 
Let's go, dude. He just all he basically he just said, it is not for us to oppose the bastard of Bolton, uh, or to avenge Stannis Baratheon, or to defend his widow and his daughter. So you want, I mean, it's it's not up to him. It's so Ramsay's asking for all these different things, but he does say this creature has threatened me. Okay, he has threatened me. Uh, you know, he, he says this creature who makes cloaks from the skins of women has sworn to cut my heart out, and I mean to make him answer for those words. But I will not ask my brothers to forswear their vows. So he doesn't ask that. Um, he says the Night's Watch will make for Hardholm. I ride for Winterfell alone. I ride for Winterfell alone, and then he does say, unless there are any men unless, here, right? Who are who are willing to stand with me? And he's not talking about the Night's Watch. He's talking no, about the he's Wildlings. Not. He's talking he to the Wildlings. Yeah, and that's so where this you, war kind of comes up and everything. Yeah. So there we go. Right. Yeah. And so ultimately, the question you know we're looking at here is: is should he be allowed to defend himself? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer is yes. I think that any other Lord Commander would do the same thing. I think if the, if an army was approaching that said we're going to take out the Night's Watch. I think yep. they would they would have to stand and defend themselves. Yeah, and, and so so the only thing he says here, I mean, he says no man can ever say that I made my brothers break their vows. I did not do that. I've sent the Night's Watch to Hardholm to to rescue uh, these individuals. He says, you know, he says if, and this is a big if, if this is oath breaking, the crime is mine, and the crime and this the, the crime is mine and mine alone. So he's sort of saying if if this is oath breaking, then it's on me. But He's he's answering a challenge. He has been. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, a letter was sent to him directly, and his life was threatened. And so he's answering. Mm-hmm. He's answering that. Man, um, so yeah, Melisandre's gone. You know, the the Queen's Knights. They've gone back to report to Solis. Uh, you know, so so there's all of that. Um, shazy cow. Yeah, I mean, I think one. So I mean, so I mean, there's certainly a lot of, of questions about who wrote the letter. So do you ultimately do you ultimately think that Ramsey wrote the letter? I really I do not I do not know because because I mean think about you know think about the the, the people that could have written it that are at the Night's Watch because they think that John would have done this. Sure. Let's like let's get rid of him, right? Um yep. so you so you have so you have certainly potentially angry angry wildlings. You have man or you have not Mance, but you have um Ramsey in a way to mm-hmm. try and anger him. You know, some people think Melisandre writes it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me see here. So, um, gosh, let me see. Uh, it was magic sword. Tell his red horn. So the thing is that he's the, the 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 crazy thing is here is that he says, you know, your false king is dead, bastard. He and all his host were smashed in seven days of battle. Now that's a straight freaking lie. That is straight. Yeah. Right. So right. So. So if Ram- why would Ramsey need to do that? You see, like, why would he need to do that? I I don't know that that he would, unless the timing of this is off or something. He yet he has only sent the phrase out uh, to scout. And actually, a lot of people. And again, go back to this guy can't use um and his theories and his manifesto. People think Stannis is going to win, straight up going to win because he's got those two ponds or those two sort of lakes that he's in between, and he's he's literally building, he's he's creating all sorts of traps, right, for, for those men to fall into, and it really looks like Stannis is going to win that battle. And and this is something that's happening right at the, um, even though everyone's freezing cold and, and they're, they're, at la- they're out of resources right. and stuff. So, well, you and I have talked why, about the possibility, you and I have talked yeah. about, exactly, you and I have talked about the possibility that 
Ramsey in the books could lose this battle. Yes, and it could yeah. come. It could, it could come down to a John versus Stannis fight. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's 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 possible that it that it goes that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Let's see here. Because Coming. again, the, because again, remember. So for people who aren't there in the books yet, you know, spoiler alert here. Um, you know, if you if you're just coming from the show, the whole bit about Sansa being there and being married to Ramsay, that mm-hmm. does not happen at all in the books. Not mm-hmm. even close. There's a right. fake Arya Stark there, mm-hmm. but it's not even regular Arya. She's off in, in Bravo's training. So sure. that yep. whole bit about the whole bit about Sansa being there and you know if, if if john were to lead a battle you know of the of the bastards there um to get to that point that's one of these things we, we talk about in our show watchers guide on, on on patreon is how do we get to these points that the show has led us to believe are going to happen in the books because this whole bit right here is just it's there's so many different variables mm-hmm. so many things would have to happen to get to the point to where we're at in the show so it's really wide open as to what could happen yeah, it is. It is. Yes, for sure. So uh, a couple more things. I'm looking back over the letter, too, that, that, that are tricky. And everything you said is, is absolutely correct and spot on. So, But when we wonder about who wrote the letter, you know, the, the Night's Watch, they don't want Queen Solis here. They don't want no. the wildlings here. So the things that they're asked that this person in the letter is asking for, the individuals, are, are literally people that the Night's Watch want out of Castle Black in a way. Like, they don't agree with them being here and all this kind of stuff. So, that's interesting. But what, So, you hear that. You hear the lie in the beginning about, about uh, Stannis being dead and, and his all the heads being mounted on Winterfell and, and his magical sword and, and, and all this kind of stuff. Also, the person seems to know that Mance Raider was supposedly burned and, the, like, the world was told that, you know, he had been... He had been burned and and killed or whatever. I don't know. Did ravens go out? Did people know about that? Like like who who the who knew about that? If if yeah, any place did, Winterfell would have been the, the nearest place that would have learned of it. I mean, for sure, for sure. So there's that. Now what's tricky though is that this person says so. The in, in the author of the letter says that I want my reek. So you know, it has to be. It have to be somebody who knows that Ramsay has an individual named Reek, exactly. and that Reek was someone who stole away the bride. So it's just kind of weird. This person knows bits and pieces um, of stuff that some people should know and other people should know. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And it's just a little odd as to who would know all of these things. And that's why when you look at Melisandre looking into her flames and maybe not she quite, makes She makes the most sense. So, sometimes, yeah. I, th- I you know. Um, so anyways, th- so there's there's all of that. But I think... Really, to me, I, I just in reading that I got all kind of fired up because, you know, let me go back to um, can't use here real quick because it's something he said. Uh, let's see the pink letter. Okay, John specifically cites Ramsay's taunts and insults as his motive for acting um, against the Boltons, and I would say not taunts and insults. I would say a threat. You see, that's where I was starting to think like, oh wait a exactly. second, it's, it's more than just a taunt or an insult because that would be suspicious if he was just taunted in some way and called a bath. He's been taunted since he arrived at Castle Black. I mean, he's been called mm-hmm. names and whatever, you know. Um, so, so there's that, yeah. Which, so his motive, you know, it's like, what is the reason why he decides to do this? And I think it's just, you know, he, he, John doesn't even know. I mean, so in the letter. It, it seems that Ramsay has lost his bride, 
which is mm-hmm. um which Painful. which John which yeah John believes though it could be Arya. He doesn't he does. know. He, yeah, doesn't he know. thinks it could be it could be actual Arya. So he's not going down to Ramsay to get Arya back. It looks like according to the letter Arya is gone and he wants his bride back. Mhm. So you see, so it's sort of like, well, wait a second, where is she then? Is if he's going out to find his sister, then that's something else. But he's actually just going down to to call this guy out. I mean, you threaten the Lord Commander, right? So so shouldn't shouldn't the shouldn't the entire Night's Watch be be offended if one of the kingdoms, you know, decides that hey, I'm going to go up there and you know what, I'm going to take the wall for myself. At what point do the other kingdoms then either step in or exactly. are the Night's Watch allowed to defend themselves for Christ's sakes? I mean, come see, on, I think I know? think they are. You know, I'm trying to remember in the histories if there ever is a moment. I think there's one. Well, no, there is. So, mm-hmm. um, well, the legend of the 13th Lord Commander, right, and that the Starks had to go put it down. Yeah, sure, and that's where they were. Yeah, exactly. He was he was acting kind of uh, right. That was the the Knights King. Yeah, right. Exactly. He, he was so there, himself so there, king, and sure. Exactly. So there certainly is at least a situation where the Nights Watch had to fight against an actual you know seat of power that wasn't just wildlings and things beyond the wall. Sure, and there was even infighting in that. So they're looking at like, well, the decision that that you know that Lord Commander made was clearly wrong and everything so you have infighting here where people say we disagree with what john is is doing um john doesn't ask he just sort of says i'm gonna go right. answer this this charge and i guess people are saying it's like okay he left his post you know because it says that you know one of the one of the their vows i looked at the night's watch uh vows here so let's go over these again uh night gathers and now my watch begins it shall not end until my death i shall take no wife hold no lands father no children i shall swear no crowns and win no glory I shall live and die at my post. And that's where I think right there. It's sort of like, okay, this is his post. Right. So is she should live and he should die there. But, okay, his post, but also they, they, so you, you can't take that literal because they, they go beyond. I mean, they're posted at the wall, but they range beyond it. And they fight wildlings and they fight other creatures north of the wall. And actually, when they come south of the wall, they, they fight them there too. You know, so they've, they've already done that essentially with, with the whole Mance Raider you know, situation. So anyways, I shall live and die at my post. Uh, I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. I am the fire that burns against the cold, the light that brings the dawn, the horn that wakes the sleepers, the shield that guards the realms of men. I pledge my life and honor to the night's watch for this night and all the nights to come. So, you know, one thing, and I do, I, I have to admit, there, there is, you know, the, the, the one paragraph that I read, and the reason I read it was to, to highlight that... Um, Let's see here. That that John was thinking is when he flexes his fingers, right? He's flexing his sword hand, and he's thinking about all the stuff that has right. happened to his family. And so, so one would wonder, like, okay, why does this letter get to him the way that it does? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so John flexed the fingers of his sword hand. The Night's Watch takes no part. That's something he thought. He closed his fist, and he opened it again. What you propose is nothing less than treason. He thought of Rob, with snowflakes melting in his hair. Kill the boy and let the man be born. It's another thought he has. He, then, he, then he thinks of, of, of Bran, clambering up the, the tower wall. So he's thinking of all of his siblings. And he's thinking of all this stuff, all this craziness that's, that's, that's going on. Where are they? What can you do? And then he's thinking of the, the these um, skins of six whores who came 
with him to Winterfell. I want my bride back. I want my bride back. I want my bride back. And so these are thoughts that are like, you can see a young man who's Lord Commander who doesn't know where his family is. He didn't go. You know, Rob was killed, and he listened to to Maester Aemon. He did not go down and take part in that. So even in this, he's really trying to thread the needle where he's saying, I'm not going to send the Night's Watch. I'm not, I'm not going to ask them to come with me. And I'm not going to ask them to break their vows or anything like that. I'm sending them north. I'm just answering a personal challenge here myself. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I don't know if he's, people could say, well, you, you know, you're, you're kind of um, picking and choosing here a little bit or you're, you're trying to, you know, make a way in which you can justify judge. Sure as hell I am. Okay. Sure as hell. All right. I want my boy to be justified in his actions. Okay? Exactly. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up here. I don't see really any other any other scenario in which somebody leaves the wall to go answer a um, challenge. Yeah. A, a, a challenge like that. But but it's you know, unique. Wa- I would say it's unique. It is unique. I, it is because he, he, it was addressed bastard. It's it's clearly meant for him. It was it was brought to him. He is also the Lord Lord Commander. I mean, you threatened to kill the Lord Commander. I just like who has done that besides the king beyond the wall, besides the wildlings, you know, are are there other people down south of the wall who are, who are literally threatening to kill? I mean, even Stan's Baratheon, you know, when John right. says, hey, I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, be what you want me to be. He's kind of stubborn. I'm not going to take part. I mean, literally think about that, Sir Matt, you know, all these these times where he had the opportunity to go be um, to take part in in the matters of the seven kingdoms and to really. You know, uh, and, he, and, he, and he doesn't and he, do it. He doesn't do it. You know, so he turns Stannis down. Rob, I mean, his 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 father is killed. You know, the, the like like all of that happens. And I mean, even in sending Mance Raider instead of himself, like sending, like right. that being a whole separate thing why, devised yeah, by so Melisandre. Why, why now? Why now? And, and it's sort of like, well, this is almost like I think like a way in where he says, and I, I think his his mistake is not explaining more to those men that this was a challenge on 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 me on on my life and I'm going to go answer it because like the men of the night's watch I mean a lot of them have come this is a this is their penance or punishment or whatever this is something that they have done so if they stole some bread or whatever you know it's like hey look we're either going to take a hand or you know you can go to the night's watch and you can you can be of service there okay so they're kind of beyond the like like they're they're beyond like so Robert Baratheon whoever the king at Joffrey Tommen whoever like they're beyond the 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 rule or the jurisdiction of that king. They're separate. They're they're above and away. So, right? I mean, they're they're not taking part in that. They're asking. They're, no, there's a yeah. partner, There's a partnership there. You know, they want the realm to help them with um, you know supply and 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 uh, sending men there and and stuff. But really, their role is they they're they're sworn to a higher calling. And when someone threatens, if, if the king. Here's here's an example. If Joffrey or whoever said, you know, I, I challenge whoever to a trial by combat or, or I want to disband the Night's Watch or, or whatever, hold, this is an ancient order, man. You know, this mm-hmm. is this is this is high. Well, is, it's the shield that guards to do the that. Re- it's the shield that guards the realms of men. And yep. the realms of men doesn't just include, you know, That's others right. and you know and and whatever. What, it's what not is just it? what, the what, seven what, kingdoms. It's not just Westeros. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the whole it's, thing. Yeah, the realms of men. Yeah, and and so and that's that's actually even something that John kind of he points out some of those different you know areas in, in in their their sayings when they when he talks about bringing the wildlings in. You know these are these are men. These are they're of the living. We fight the dead. 
you know, and that's, I, so I don't know. It just, when I read that, I thought, dang, man, he's, it's not just he said, you know, I, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to take a host and, and I'm going to go because of my sister or whatever. Now, right. you do hear his internal thoughts of sort of like, that is, he is, you know, a little bit, he's very much been pushed to sort of like, this is, um, you know, his family's been all over the place and everything, but he, he, he had a two-hour discussion with Tormund Giantsbane. What was said during that discussion? Is that something that Tormund's going to bring up later on? You know what I mean? Is, is like, mm-hmm. is, is he going to mention that, this, well, this is what he was, his motives were. This is why he was answering that call. I mean, he didn't ask anybody else to go with him. So, I don't know. I would love to hear, because I'm sure people are going to, you know, uh, absolutely... Uh, tee off on on this whole discussion we're having here because I just wanted to defend my boy, all right. I just wanted to. Defend well, John I, Snow, I okay? well, you're right, and I don't the because it's because of its uniqueness. I don't think that John is in the wrong on this, and and, and I get the whole well, it has, you, you because he specifically he basically says look if if you don't give me what I want, I'm coming there and I'm taking what I want, and those well, are the that, things that he can give. Correct? Exactly. Okay, so if if he can't give up the queen and he can't give up the you know whatever, so what's he supposed to do? I mean, right? So so he can't turn over these people. That's not that then that then is being, um, you know, I guess being a part of the the realm and, and being like, okay, right. I'm going to listen to you know this king or that king or whatever this this lord or, or what have you, and it's like no 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 here hold on we're, we're separate. If you want to come up here and get them, come get them. Okay, and I'm not going to maybe stand in your way or what have you, but because uh, we're going to do our own thing, but threaten the Night's Watch, threaten the Lord Commander. Mm-hmm. He said he's going to cut his heart out and eat it. Th- those are fighting words, man. Yeah, absolutely they are. Those are fighting words. And so what's crazy is I... Well, and, you and, think that the Night's Watch would see this as more of a sense of urgency, like, uh, well, there's only like 10 of us left, and we better do something. Right, and why would you take... so? Really, I, I a lot of people do kind of think it's there's a plot from within to take him down. You know that this is this is a letter that was that was written to kind of. Um, but then, but then you know. again, how do you, how do they know about Reek? Exactly, that's the other thing that that is the mystery behind some of this is like, who is the person that you can narrow down that you you, you could say okay, like I I know. Let me think here. Slint, maybe I don't know. Is he still alive? Let me see here. Um, yeah. So so you start to think about like who are the who are the players who would who would have been recently in the realm and maybe known that he right. had because he once does have it's not just it's not theon Greyjoy at first it's also there was a reek beforehand who the realm sort of knew n- knew that he had a reek but then it's just it's too much you know that to, to say that because we know that reek is a mm-hmm. part of of the escape exactly so, right so it's like you would have to have known those events but then why lie about the other ones and well it just yeah to make it more it, convincing or right and that's why, it, yeah. See, and I don't know why he the the only way I can see. I'm trying to think here. So if Ramsey wrote the letter, he would have to write it because the whole escape just happened, and he just assumes, well, he's going to run to Jon Snow. That's where she's. That's where he's going to go, and so the it just gets there before obviously they potentially would right if it were actually Sansa or Arya. You know what I mean. Um, instead of instead of a false a false aria, um, mm-hmm. so it would be like the letter gets there, and because Ramsey's like, well, that's that's in his mind the most logical place that they would be going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. You know, let, let me. Um, 
so just the end of this chapter, and again, this is, you know, we'll probably put in the title of this episode, major spoilers uh, for anybody who, you know, is, uh, we've, we've said it before, we're going to talk about things, you know, all the way through uh, Dance with Dragons, so hopefully you're ready for this. Um, as So right after that speech, th- this, th- this happens, okay, I'll, I'll say this, it happens too fast. Okay? It does. Like, like the, the events take a huge uptick here, I mean... Because immediately like upon walking out of the... Yes, he's attacked. Immediately. Exactly. And that, that's a little suspicious, right? So you're sort of like, wait a second, there was no... I mean, people running around. Like I, I know that you, 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 you can say that there had been tension among members of the Night's Watch for some time. They, they had been questioning John's decisions and, and his relationship with the Wildlings and everything in Val. He's thinking about Val quite a bit. So, you know... Uh, Maybe maybe that was why it was easy to gather all the blades and, and go after him, but it just happens really quickly. So as he's walking out, he's thinking about going to see Melisandre. Um, he's thinking about speaking to Queen Selyse real quick as well, too. And just, he was even saying, maybe I should have said something to her first. But whatever. Um, he's he's leaving out, and he hears this screaming. He, he, he initially thinks of Val, um, but that's no woman's scream. That is a man in mortal agony. So he breaks mm-hmm. into a run. He's just trying to think, is it whites? Are, you know, are the corpses, you know, have they escaped their chains? Because they had some, some corpses chained up. Um, the screaming had stopped by the time they had came to Harden's Tower. Um, and then the giant that they have there, what is his name? One Weg, One Dar, Darwin, right? Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, the, the giant was dangling a bloody corpse by one leg. And um, so he's swinging this guy around, and it's just, oh, uh, uh, the man's sword arm was... Yards away, and the snow beneath it was had turned red. Uh, let him go, John shouted, and uh, he's t- trying to get him to put this guy down before he's completely dead. Uh, the giant was bleeding himself with sword cuts on his belly and his arm. He swung the dead knight against the gray stone of the tower again and again until the man's head was red and pulpy um, as a summer melon. So let's see. Men poured from the surrounding keeps and towers. Northmen, free folk, queensmen. Form a line, John. You know, uh, commanded them keep them back, everyone, uh, but especially the Queen's man. The dead man was Sir, um, oh, Sir, Sir Patrick of King's Mountain. His head uh, was largely gone, but his herald uh, was as uh, distinctive as his face. John did not want to to risk, um, yeah, some of these Queen's men trying to avenge him. So this is one of the, one of the one of the Queen's men. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So, let me go on down here a little bit. Put away your st- steel. We're scaring him. Uh, couldn't they see the giant had been cut? So couldn't they see that? You know, he's he's wondering who who struck first here. Um, they had no idea. You know of um the giant's strength. A horn. Uh, I need a horn. He saw the glint of steel. Turned towards it. No blades. He screamed. Wick, put up that knife. I'm sorry, Wick, put that knife away, he meant to say, when Wick Whittlestick slashed at his throat. The word turned into a grunt. John twisted from the knife. Just just enough, so it barely grazed his skin. He cut me. When he put his hand to the side of his neck, blood well between his fingers. Why? For the watch. Wick slashed at him again. This time John caught caught his wrist and bent his arm back until he dropped the dagger. The um, 
Gangling Stewart backed away, his hands upraised as if to say, Not me. It was not me. Men were screaming. John reached for Longclaw, but his fingers had grown stiff and clumsy. Somehow, he could not seem to get the sword free of its scabbard. Then Bowen Marsh stood there before him, tears running down his cheeks. For the watch, he punched John in the belly. When he pulled his hand away, the dagger stayed where he had buried it. John fell to his knees. He found the dagger's hilt and wrenched it free. In the cold night air, the wound was smoking. Ghost, he whispered. Pain washed over him. Stick them with the pointy end. When the third dagger took him between the shoulder blades, he gave a grunt and fell face first into the snow. He never felt the fourth knife. Only the cold. Jeezy, freaking cow, man. God, my least favorite passage in the entire series. And I had to read it. <laughs> what the heck, man? Word for word. Happy holidays. Jeezy, cow. Jeez. It, it, so, I don't know, man. It's just like, how? That was so quick. And then what's, with, so the, quick. what's with the confusion going out here, you know, on here with the, with the Queensmen? Did they attack? Did, did it, was this stage to kind of cause confusion? And maybe mm-hmm. they're hoping in... In all this confusion, they can they can catch John and and uh, you know it's just it's bizarre. It's um, it's it's just something. It's just something else. And, and it's like maybe because he's Lord Commander, they don't think they can, you know, he's he's in he's in this the high, this high position of of um, leadership or what have you, and and they can't tell him no, you're wrong. I mean, why didn't somebody just come speak to him first? That's the other thing too. No one speaks out against him and says, hey. You don't, no one even accuses him of breaking his vow, right? This is all very fast. Right, very or, yeah, or nobody says, hey, like, um, should we, maybe we should talk about this. It's just, right. it's just almost like, oh, you just committed straight blasphemy immediately. You're done. You're done, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, what the heck, you know? So I don't know. I, I wonder what, what folks think, and I wonder what, what's, how this is all going to you know, go down. And, and it's just from what you read in the book and when you look at his thoughts, I, I, I get why people think, well, he's thinking about his family, he's thinking about his sister, his air quote sister and, and everything. And, but really what he says and what it comes down to is he's, he's going to answer this, this threat against the Night's Watch. And I mean, really though, the other thing you could say, if you want to counter any, any and all of these points is you could say, okay, if, if he's the leader of the Night's Watch and he really thinks this is a true and just cause and something the Night's Watch should be invested in, why not take the Night's Watch with him, you know, and, and yeah. say, maybe he just thinks it's a one-on-one thing or, 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 you know, who knows? I mean, he does sort of wonder, he goes, if, he says, if this is, you know, um, oath-breaking, okay, th- then it's just on me. Exactly. But he's, yeah. I think he's sort of unsure. So, I don't know. We'll love to hear what people's thoughts are and, and get your guys' comments and, and thoughts on this because although it's something we've known about, we, we've really, you know, we've, even on this podcast and other shows, you've talked about and danced In around... The- in the show, I think it's just Ramsey's letter. Like, there's, there's certainly no, right? In the show, it is just Ramsey's letter. Yeah, I can't really remember. Yeah, it, it's, it's. But it's nothing special. It's just, it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I. Uh, it's... Interesting. Very the theories, man. The theories. You know, this is you know, and this is what we talk about on Patreon. This is the that we dive into more of these these bigger overarching theories. There's, I don't even you know, I don't even know how many episodes we have on Patreon at this point, but there's a lot. Yeah, uh, you know, we talk about and pretty much anything and everything. A lot of those episodes are they're all there. They're still up. We've talked. Um, is Mance Raider Rhaegar Targaryen? Um, we just did one on who's Septa Lamore. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot. Uh, there's you know there's the Blackfire rebellions. We we've done the we've done we've done the histories from the the novellas and uh, there's just a lot of musings, you know. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a lot, man. There's there's yeah. just a lot. There's a lot over there. And, but this is this is mostly what we do with our Green Dream series. Is we 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 discuss these bigger uh, theories about you know you guys send us one. We have one. We're working on an our. Uh, Arthur Dane, we just had a request for one of those, so we're working on one of those as well. Yeah, and actually something fun we're going to do here right after we finish um, finish this episode up, because I just found a whole bunch of other stuff. We're going to do a little epilogue to this, which we will post on Patreon uh, for, for people to enjoy, because I just found some really interesting um, Good. stuff here. So as, as we sign off... Uh, we will continue the recording and, and kind of go from there. Awesome. But yeah, so, again, some great stuff on Patreon, and, and just wanted to share this. And I think we're—did you say we're going to come back with the, with the main show? You know, um, mm-hmm. yes, we sh- are. Shortly yep. after, yeah, so, Ex- exactly. Early this so, week, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, we want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we will be discussing Chapter Four, Brand One of A Clash of Kings. Yes, uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com. We will see you in a week, and remember that the night is dark and full of terror.